Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of the Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast where I read the Bible from cover to cover because there's nothing on TV. Uh, <laughs> fucking funny. Um, so yeah, this is my podcast. Business up front, you can find us shit at uh, www.johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash podcasts, where you can listen to the first episode of this and give us a donation if you feel uh, so inclined uh, for that sort of thing. Um, you can also uh, reach us out at the Twitter sphere at Accord to Stupid and email us at according to stupid at gmail.com. Um, how's everybody doing? We're starting a whole new book today. Uh, Nehemia, ne- <laughs> Nehemiah. Uh, Nehemia, or however you want to say it. I, I like Nehemiah. Nehemiah? I don't know. Fuck. Uh, Nehemia. Uh,. It doesn't fucking matter, I guess. Because um, my pronunciation of a lot of this stuff, as anybody who's been listening to this for a while, has been real awful um, <laughs> so far. But, you know, it's my first time reading the Bible, so, like, you know, deal with it. Um, we have a new president in America. That's super cool. Uh, for those listening across and overseas and things, I'm sure everybody's taking a nice, big, deep breath, and I'm sure a lot of people here in the States are doing the same sort of thing, I hope. Uh, but I don't imagine there's a lot of, uh, you know, super Republicans listening to this particular podcast. But if they are, hi, how are you? Um, yeah. All right. Um, I, I don't have any emails or anything like that for you guys. So uh, uh, thanks for listening. And we're going to start with uh, Nehemiah, chapter one, with KingJamesBibleOnline.org, if you want to follow along with that. All right, fuck it. I don't know. Here we go. Let's see what happens. Um, the words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. And it came, oh, this really started really early. And it came to pass in the month Chisliu, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the palace. Okay, so he's like, this is written by this guy. All right, Nehemiah's talking about this, and he's the son of that guy. Um, In the 20th year of this month, um, Shushan, the palace. Okay, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came he and certain men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews uh, that had escaped, which were left out of the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said unto me, The remnant that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also also is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Holy shit. Okay, so, um... Everybody just fucking, fuck shit, everything's going down. And it came to pass when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Which makes sense. I mean, if your house, uh, well, if your town burned because, you know, the neighboring towns and cities and countries or whatever decided to fuck shit up. Yeah, you'd probably be like, fuck you, god damn it. And anyway, this guy's going, talking to God, and he says, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God, hmm, that keepeth covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Yeah, you better, you know, do that or <laughs> don't fucking waver. Let, mine e- let thine ear now be attentive and thine eyes open that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant, which I pray before thee now, day and night, for the children of Israel thy servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against thee, both I and my father's house have sinned. Uh, this seems to be like a double hammer thing, because I thought we solved this in Ezra. We have dealt very corruptly with thee, and have not kept the commandments, nor the statutes, nor the judgments which thou commandest thy servant Moses. 
However, you don't punish any other places, which is weird. Remember, I beseech thee, the word that thou commandest thy servant Moses, saying, If ye transgress, I will scatter you abroad amongst the nations. You're, you're trying. But if ye turn unto me and keep my commandments uh, and do them, uh, though uh, there were for you of you cast out unto... Fucking A. And do them. Though there were of you cast out unto the uttermost part of the heaven, yet will I gather them from thence and bring them unto the palace that I have chosen to set my name there. Essentially, if you turn to me, I'm going to take care of you. Now these are thy servants and thy now these are thy servants and thy people, whom thou hast redeemed by the, thy great power and thy, by thy strong word. And fuck, dude, I'm not having a good time reading today. Um. All right. So, thanks for you know reaching out. Oh Lord, I oh he's still talking to him. Oh Lord, I beseech thee, let now thine ear be attentive to the prayer of thy servant and to the prayer of thy servants who desire to fear thy name. You know, for fun and prosper. I pray thee, thy servant this day, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. For I was the king's cupbearer. All right. So we get this whole thing of from this king's cupbearer, dude. Which, good on him that he's able to do this and talk to God immediately. Um, he, he can get right on fucking through that. Um, okay, so this also kind of adds to an idea that, like, you know, you don't need to necessarily be a priest in order to talk to God. Now, I understand that that, you know, most Catholics, and I am barely one of those, is like, <laughs> what? It's one of those sort of things. Um, because the belief, if I remember right, is like, you got to have that in between that medium, um, you know, <laughs> which I understand as a means to be like, we need to make some fucking money here as well as like, Hey, build a community. I'm the one who will get you to heaven. Um, <laughs> I hope. So, all right. Now, uh, chapter two, that was pretty short, right? Um, all right, let's see what happens. And it came to pass in the month, Nisan, in the twentieth year of Artaxerxes the king, that wine was before him. I'm probably sure it was before him before that, but, you know, wine was there. And I took up the wine and gave it unto the king. Now I had not been before time sad in his presence. Oh, we're still talking about, I'm a cupbearer of this particular king, um, Artaxerxes. Um, and, you know, this day started like any other day. I brought wine. And usually I'm like, holy fuck, I bring it to bring to wine. And this time I'm kind of sad about it. Wherefore the king said unto me, Why is thy countenance sad, seeing thou art not sick? This is nothing else but sorrow of heart. Then I was very sore afraid. I mean, being like, I don't want any sad servants around me. And said unto the king, uh, Let the king live forever. Good start. Why should not my countenance be sad, when the city, the place of my father's sepulchres, lieth waste, and the gates thereof are consumed with fire. Then the king said unto me, For what dost thou make request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. And I made unto the king, If I please the king, and if thy servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou wouldst send me unto Judah, unto the city of my father's sepulchres, that I may build it. That's a big ask. And the king said unto me, the queen also sitting by him, you know, I, I'm a cupbearer for everybody. So how long shall, thou, shall thy journey be, and when wilt thou return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I, sent, uh, and I set him a time. 
Well, good. He's like, nah, cupbearers are a dime a dozen. Fuck it. Uh, how long are you going to be gone for? Because you're pretty good at your job of just, you know, holding wine and goblets and making sure it doesn't runneth over, but also does one thing or another. All right. Uh, yeah, when are you going to come the fuck back? So far, this king is not, is at least comfortable enough to be like, eh, fuck off for a minute. Uh, but still, come back. Bayek. Uh, and he's even sets a time being like, I don't know, a month? I don't know. Uh, moreover, I said unto the king, if it please the king, let letters be given me to the governors beyond the river, that they may convey me over till I come to, into Judah. Oh, so I don't have to, you know, camp outside and be eaten by, like, you know, wolves or lions or whatever. And a letter unto Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the palace, which appertain to the house, and for the wall of the city, and for the house that I shall enter into. And the king granted me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Yeah, this Artaxerxes guy is doing pretty okay, being like, fuck it, take it. It's going to be C-grade, but yeah, what are we going to do? Uh, then I came to the governors beyond the river, and they gave them, uh, gave them the king's letters. Now the king had sent captains of the army and horsemen with me. Boy, there was nothing going on at that time, was there? When uh, Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant, the Ammonite, heard of it, it grieved them exceedingly that there was come a man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. Why aren't you so sad? So I came to Jerusalem and, and was there three days. And I arose in the night, I and some men with me, neither told I any man what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. Did he? Did he really? Neither was there any beast with me, save the beast that I rode upon. Um, and I went out by night by the gate of the valley, even before the dragon well, and took the dung port, and viewed the walls of Jerusalem, which were broken down, and the gates thereof were consumed with fire. Were they still consumed with fire, or were they just burnt? Uh, then I went to the gate of the fountain, and to the king's pool, and there was no place for the beast that was under me to pass. Then went I up to the night by, uh, then went I up in the night by the brook, and viewed the wall, and turned back, and entered by the gate of the valley, and so returned. And the rulers knew not whither I went, or what I did. Neither had I as yet told it to the Jews, nor to the priests, nor to the nobles, nor to the rulers, nor to the rest that did the work. Okay, so wait. He shows up and he's just like, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do. Then I, uh, said I unto them, See ye the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lieth waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come, and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more a reproach. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, and also the king's words that he had spoken unto me. And they said, Let us rise up and build. So, yeah, this guy came up and be like, we should build stuff. And they're like, oh, fuck, what a, why didn't I think of that? So they strengthened their hands with this good work. Hmm. But when Sanballat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the servant, the Ammonite, and Geshem, the Arabian, heard it, whoever this Geshem guy happened to, happened to be, they laughed us to scorn and despised us and said, what is this thing that ye do? Will ye rebel against the king? Then answered I them and said unto them, the God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore we, his servants, will arise and build. But ye have no portion, no right, no memorial in Jerusalem. He's like, fuck you. You have nothing to fucking remember in my fucking place, and I'm going to fucking bath it, motherfuckers! I'm making this place look better, you sons of bitches! And that seems to be where we're at. Um, all right, Nehemiah chapter 3. Fuck it, let's, let's keep this train a-moving. This might be the last chapter today. We'll see what happens. It's a little lengthier. All right, then, uh, 
Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brethren and the priests, and they builded the sheep gate. Hmm. They sanctified it. Seems a bit much just for a go, you know, a sheep gate. And set up the doors of it. Even unto the tower of Mia, they sanctified it. Unto the tower of Hananil, which means nothing to me, but I imagine it was a, a chunk of change, chunk of land, too. And next unto him builded the men of Jericho, and next to them builded Zachar, the son of Imri. But the fish gate did the sons Hassanah build, who also laid the beams thereof, and set up the doors thereof, the locks thereof, and the bars thereof. So he set up fucking everything. And next to him they repaired Merimoth, uh, the son of Urijah, the son of Koz. And next to them repaired Meshulah, the son of Berachiah, the son of Meshulah, and next to them, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, and next to them repaired Zadok, the son of Bana. Bana. And next to them was the Tekaites repaired, and their nobles put their necks, put not their necks to the work of their lord. Uh, cause we're nobles? Um, I don't do that. Moreover, the old gate repaired Jehoiada, the son of Passe, uh, and Meshalem, the son of Besavudin. They laid the beams thereof, and set the doors thereof, and the locks thereof, and the bars thereof. Oh, well, sorry, guys. Looks like we're into a list here of, like, who helped? Which I get. And next to them repaired Melathiah, the Gibeonite, and Jed, and the Marathoniite, and the, the men of Gibeon, and the Mizpah, and unto the throne of the governor on this side of the river, which, again, means nothing to me. Next unto him repaired Uziel, the son of Harahiah, and the goldsmith, of the goldsmiths. Oh, that must have been a real good job then. Next unto him repaired Hananiah, the son of one of the apothecaries, and they fortified Jerusalem unto the broad wall. And next unto them repaired Rephiah, the son of Hur, the ruler of the half part of Jerusalem. Oh, so everybody's fucking helping. And next unto them repaired Jedediah, the son of Harumaf, uh, even over against the, his house. And next unto him repaired Hattush, the son of Hashabniah. Malchijah, the son of Harim, and Hashab, the son of Pahathamamab, repaired the other, other piece. What other piece? And the Tower of the Furnaces. Okay. <sighs> and next to him repaired Shalom, and the son of Halohesh, the ruler of the, of the half part of Jerusalem. So he's the other side. He and his daughters. The Valley Gate repaired Hanun, and the uh, inhabitants of uh, Zanoa, they built it and set up the doors thereof, the locks thereof, and the bars thereof, and a thousand cubits on the wall uh, unto the dung gate, because you gotta be sure that you make sure your shit gets where it needs to go. But the dung gate repaired Malchiah, the son of Rechab, the ruler of the part of Beth Sherem. Uh, he built it and set up the doors thereof, and locks thereof, and the bars thereof. I can't imagine you would want to bar that sort of thing, but all right. After him repaired Nehemiah, I guess if you're trying to like sneak in and invade the place, where better than to go up in the sewers? So I guess bar that thing, you know. But don't close doors on that. That sounds like a way to be like, hey, when's the last time we opened the door? This place smells like shit. After him repaired Nehemiah. Um, oh, whoops, missed one. Um, and the gate of the fountain repaired Shalom, the son of Kozaha, the ruler of Mizpah. He built it and covered it. 
uh, and set up the doors thereof and locks thereof and the bars thereof and the wall of the pool of Shiloah by the king's garden and unto the stairs that go down from the city of David. After him repaired Nehemiah, the son of Azbuk, the ruler of this half of the part of Bethzer, unto the place over against the sepulchres of David, and to the pool that was made, and unto the house of the mighty. After him repaired the Levites, Rehum, the son of Bani. Next unto him repaired Hashabiah, the ruler of this half of the part of Keilah, in his part. And after him repaired their brethren, Bavai, the son of Hanadad, the ruler of the half of the part of Keliah. Fuck a duck, dude, this goes on forever! And next to him repaired Ezer, the son of Jeshua, the ruler of Mizpah, another piece over the going up in the armory and turning of the wall. After him, Baruch, the son of Zabai, earnestly repaired the other piece from the turning of the wall into the door in the house in the Elishia, the high priest, Nido. After him repaired Mermoth, the son of Urijah, the son of Kaz, another piece, and from the door of the house of Elishia, even to the end of the house of Elishia. And after him repaired the priests, the men of the plain. And after him repaired Benjamin and Hashab over in their house. And after him repaired Azariah. Uriah, the son of Masugekeb, and the son of Ananiah, by his house. After him repaired Binui, the son of Henadad, another piece from the house of Azariah, unto the turning of the wall, even unto the corner. Palal, the son of Uzai, over against the turning of the wall, and the tower which lieth out from the king's high house, that was by the court of the prison. After him, Pedadiah, the son of Parosh. Moreover, the Nethanims de- uh, dwelt in Ophel, unto the place over against the water gate toward the the east and the tower that lieth out. After them the Tekoites repaired another piece over against the great tower that lieth out even unto the wall of a fell, which was, as far as we could tell, either five feet away or a hundred million miles that way. From uh, uh, above the horse gate repaired the priests, everyone over against his house, and uh, after him repaired Zadok, the son of Immer, against his over against his house, after him repaired also Shemaiah, the son of Shechaniah, the keeper of the east gate, after him repaired Hananiah, the son of Shumimamia, and Hanun, the sixth son of Zaphith, I don't know where the other fucking five were, another piece, after him repaired Meshalam, the son of Berechiah, over against his chamber, after him repaired Malchiah, the goldsmith's son, unto the place of the Nethanims, and in the merchants over the gate of Michad, and into the going up of the corner, and between the going up of the corner of the sheep gate repaired the goldsmiths and the merchants. <sighs> that was fucking dumb. Well, uh, that's that's good enough for today. Um, there's only 13 chapters in this thing, so we made it about, you know, a tenth <laughs> or something. I don't, I don't know what it'd be. Maybe a fifth. Fifth of the way through. Um, with going on to uh, chapter four come Monday, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. That was uh, I'm I'm getting real fucking tired of all these fucking lists, and I'm I, I wish. And you know what? This is probably why I'm doing this. You know, this is probably a good reason why I'm doing this, so that anybody who wants to listen to this and be like, <laughs> they get to suffer along with me, but also to you know be like, you know, any given book so far of the Bible has been like, there's about two chapters at least in each of them that are just bullshit lists that don't mean fuck all to anybody. Beyond people going like, you know, look at the timelines or, or you know, look at all the hands that helped us out. We gotta remember, we gotta credit the people who are swinging hammers and making gates for dung doors and shit like that. Dung gates and whatever. Ugh. 
Anyway, somebody's got to do it, right? And uh, if it ain't going to be me, it might as well be somebody else. Um, thank you guys for listening. Please leave a review of some sort, written or just star it and be like, I like this thing. It's good times. Uh, Apple Podcasts is probably your best way to go, but it doesn't, you know, I don't, I'm not fucking picky. Um, you can leave comments, I suppose, wherever the fuck you feel like it. And, uh, that's about it for today. I'll catch you Monday. And, uh, you've been gospel to by the stupid. All right. Yeah. Okay.